Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, July 30th, 2021. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, on Sundays this week on Broadway, James, Peter, and Michael will be talking to somebody who I assume you have seen perform more times than you can count oh, on yeah. your individual digits. Um, the one and only Billy Stritch will oh, be yeah. the guest yeah. <laughs> on uh, on this week on Broadway. I imagine in all of your cabaret going that Billy has been behind the keys many, many, yeah, many times. Yeah, I've seen him a few times here and there, for sure. <laughs> Usually yeah. at Birdland more than anywhere. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And I'm always disappointed that he's not actually related to Elaine. Um, yeah, it's his biggest fault. It, it really is. <laughs> but, of course, <laughs> if you want to listen in as that episode is being recorded, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio or broadwayradio.com slash patreon. And of course, that is where you can get all of our episodes before they hit the regular feed. And as you've seen over the last week or so, we're starting to pump in more original content that you can only get on Patreon. Our review roundtables, full interviews like Grace had with Ethan Slater and Nick Blameyer. Nick Blameyer, of course. Um, <laughs> so definitely, uh, if you are not already a member of our Patreon, you want to be there as we start getting into uh, what is something close to our regular, regularly scheduled programming, Ugh. as that will have a lot more stuff in that feed. But, Ashley, we have a literal poop storm of of news. Literal. Not literal, I guess. I guess. Not literal. <laughs> Depends on what you mean by literal. Um, but we have a ton of news today, so we're going to dive right in. Yesterday, my two favorite fully functioning organizations, the Broadway League and Actors' Equity, announced that they had <laughs> finally reached an agreement on certain COVID protocols concerning AEA members returning to work on the main stem in the coming months. The agreement requires that cast and crew members be fully vaccinated. And for anyone who is not including kids who are not eligible for inoculation, they must continue to wear masks, practice physical distancing when possible, and undergo testing at least twice a week. If someone is unable to be vaccinated because of a legitimate medical reason or a sincerely held religious belief, they can request an accommodation from their specific show's producers, but they are under no obligation to uh, agree to them. These protocols will apply to both Broadway and sit-down shows across the country that are on league contracts. As we've discussed before, Equity already announced a similar agreement for touring shows um, that are actually Equity. If you would like information on all of the additional protocols and everything that has to do with um, the, 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 the ventilation and all of that kind of stuff, head over to the link in our show notes. Now, Ashley, I think this is a good first mm. step. I yeah. still believe that the league should require that all audience members, Absolutely. front of house staff, crews, etc., be vaccinated, but I kind of think they won't do that because they are afraid of potential lost revenue, but <laughs> wow. hopefully enough of the individual producers do it themselves. I've kind of resigned myself to the fact that we will likely see a herky-jerky start and stop yep. reopening, <laughs> yep. as we've seen in London and with more productions and sporting events around the country and the world uh, dealing with positive tests increasing. But this is a good thing, if you ask me, and this considering is- it's coming from the League and Actors' Equity, I must give credit where it's due because it is so often not due uh, <laughs> yeah. from these two groups. An actual miracle when there's good news from either of them at this point. Yeah, I agree with you. And Grace and I kind of talked about it on yesterday's show as far as it's probably going to be a mess. I mean, we're watching what's happening with London. Mm-hmm. And as you said, sports uh I watch baseball most often, so I see teams cancel like every other day at this point. Um, 
I absolutely expect the same thing with Broadway. Um, but you're right. I do think this is a good thing. I think it's an, necessary thing and yes. you know both in the <laughs> both for the fact that we're in a pandemic still and things seem to be ramping back up again unfortunately but also I don't know how and I implied this on Twitter as well I don't know how you as an industry watch one of your own being Nick Cordero you know <laughs> die horrifically let's put it what it is over this and not do anything other than this not require your cast to be vaccinated after that well and especially because in addition to that we saw like literally entire casts of broadway shows pretty much when you're talking about yeah. like moulin rouge um get infected at the very beginning of the pandemic yeah so this is something that if you legitimately care about the people who work for you as broadway shows all say they do yeah this is something that you absolutely have to do and the one other thing that i think might be interesting ashley is as you talked about baseball and baseball's had a few games canceled they had one canceled this week but more mm-hmm. often we're seeing more and more people test positive I'm yeah and then they end up on like the covid it what happens yeah, like there the is that they days. end up like on a covid list for a few days yeah. which is essentially their injured list what is interesting though is is that Major League Baseball has a minor league farm system that they can yep. call people up to make sure that they have enough people on the roster. I wonder if producers might eventually or at the start or maybe it'll happen uh, over the course of time, add more ensemble members, swings, understudies to their cast list just in case they have outbreaks. Going to have um, the expanded 40-man roster here. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> exactly. Once you get to September, you can add more people exactly. as well. But Anyway, so we will see like about it. that. I think it's a good plan. Yeah. Uh, all right, Ashley, let's get into some actual Broadway show and casting news. First, the American Theater Wing announced yesterday that the legendary 10-time Tony-nominated choreographer and director Graciela Danielle will be awarded the Special Tony Award for Lifetime Achievement in the theater at this September's ceremony, despite the fact that we don't know exactly where it will be, who will be invited, who will be hosting, or literally almost anything else about the ceremony. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, this is a, a very nice thing to hear coming on the heels of Julie Halston being named as the honoree for the Isabella Stevenson Award uh, just yesterday. But uh, Danielle, um, of course, choreographed The Rink, Ragtime, Pirates of Penzance, The Visit, Once on This Island, Annie Get Your Gun, and more on Broadway, including directing a few of those as well. Um, she also was in the original casts of Follies, Promises, Promises, and Chicago, so she is a literal living legend. Definitely. Also on Thursday, the Broadway production of Hamilton announced the performers that will be that will be part of the show's reopening cast. Many of the stars who were in the show when things closed down last spring or were on their way to joining the show will be returning. Miguel Cervantes will lead the company as Alexander Hamilton. He will be joined by Crystal Joy Brown as Eliza, Mandy Gonzalez as Angelica, Tamar Green as George Washington, James Monroe Iglehart as Lafayette and Jefferson, Ewan Morton as King George, Fergie Philippe as Mulligan and Madison, Aubin Wise as Peggy and Mariah and Daniel Yearwood as Lawrence and Philip. But Ashley, yeah, uh, based off some Twitter conversations I saw from you, I think the one you are most excited about is Jen Ha yeah. returning to the role as Aaron Burr, a role that he played um, first as an understudy and then very briefly as the principal uh, Burr in Chicago. Yeah, and I played uh, Philip Schuyler and James Reynolds as well in that yeah. Chicago cast before. I ended up playing both the understudy and the actual principal for Aaron Burr. I was actually supposed to see him in Chicago, um, and I didn't oh. end up making that trip. 
uh, oh. for, for a plethora of reasons that escape me at this point. But yeah, I'm really excited. I think the last time I saw him was in M Butterfly, uh, which was like a thousand years ago at this point. Yeah. Um, and I know he's on like an FX show that I've been wanting to see called Devs for a while. I'm just really excited to see him return to a stage and in this something so big as Hamilton and in totally. the co-starring role. I mean, nothing yeah. better than that and now i gotta figure out like i said on twitter what organ i can am able to sell so i can go see it because <laughs> otherwise no way yeah uh also he played annis in a jesus christ superstar live if you remember oh, him that's as, right. as one of the uh, pharisees in that yeah but. yeah Anyway, finally in this section, Ashley, we last talked about this literally one year and seven days ago, but we got oh, further God. official word yesterday that the public theater's production of Intazaki Shange's For Color Girls Who Have Considered Suicide, When the Rainbow is Enough, will be coming to Broadway at some point Yay. in the fairly near future. However... Leah C. Gardner, who directed the off-Broadway production a few years ago, will no longer be involved as she has, quote, pre-pandemic commitments to a feature film and other stage projects. Hmm. I'm a little suspect at that explanation, but we will move on mm -hmm. from that. I would not be surprised if the show's off-Broadway choreographer Camille A. Brown ends up helming the entire production, as that's Ooh. the rumors that I'd heard well over a year ago, yeah. I think actually when it was still at the public, um, there were rumbles of this happening as well. Which wouldn't be surprising. And I think that would probably probably be the best fit at this point. I always love when both the directors, the choreographer for that matter. Um, yeah, well, especially with a with a show that is described as like a dance poet right, poem or something. I think. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I, I've been really excited for this. And <laughs> this year has gone by so strangely that I forgot it was only a year ago. I missed and I ended up missing seeing it at the public, which was unfortunate. Um, I, I agree with you. I think that that explanation seems a little suspect considering we don't have a date for it yet. So to be like, I have prior commitments is, is always a bit iffy for me, but I'll take whoever wants to actually bring it to Broadway. Anyone can bring it to Broadway. I want to see it. Do it. Absolutely. All right. Before we get into still a whole host of other news items, actually, let's take a real quick break to talk about our sponsor this week, ExpressVPN. Now, I'm going to pull the curtain back a little bit. I've been talking about this as we've been discussing ExpressVPN for the last few weeks. But for my age bracket, which is very quickly getting higher and higher. No, I mean, I'm old at this point, um, but I've always been fairly decent when it comes to technology. Um, but the things that I'm not very good at as things continue to change is the online safety. I know how to clear my cache and I know how to um, find apps to download. But when it comes to keeping myself protected online, I'm not great. So that is where ExpressVPN comes in. They are what keeps you protected on the internet, as we've been saying, if you think about it as you are just walking around on the subway, in public, on speakerphone, talking on your phone, Disgusting. anybody can take over your information and use it for their own nefarious purposes. ExpressVPN prevents that from happening online. Mm -hmm. Internet service providers like Comcast, Verizon, they know every website you visit, which is scary enough. But then those ISPs can sell this information to ad companies and tech giants. They'll use that data to target you. 
When it comes to staying secure online, ExpressVPN is your best option, which is why it's the number one rated VPN by CNET, The Wired, and The Verge. It creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the rest of the internet so that no one else can see what you are doing online. It's incredibly easy to use. Fire up the app, click one button. It works on phones, laptops, tablets, smart TVs, even your routers so your guests can be secure when they are in your home. Yeah, that multifunctionality and kind of ease of use is why ExpressVPN is so important. Frankly, I have enough devices and enough apps. I don't need uh-huh. something for each individual device. The fact that ExpressVPN works for everything is why we endorse it. So secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash broadwayradio and do it today. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash Broadway Radio, and you can get an extra three months free. Okay, Ashley, like I said, we've got a ton of other news, so I'm going to run through all of this. There's a few things I want to talk to you about, but please feel free to stop me if you want to talk about anything else. I'm sure there will be things that you want to discuss. But it was announced yesterday that the previously hinted at Hairspray North American Tour, I believe it's non-equity, will launch this fall beginning in Yakima, Washington. Of course. It's actually coming to Lakeland, Florida, which is about an hour away from me here a couple days after Christmas. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. But it will be led by Andrew Levitt, better known as Nina West, familiar to many from RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, Andrew will be playing Edna Turnblad. Nikki Metcalf will play Tracy Turnblad, and another reality star, Tonisha Harris from The Voice, will play Motormouth Maybell. Nice, Ashley, I assume you are familiar with the work of Miss West. Of course, of course I am, uh, okay. and I'm especially thrilled anytime like an actual drag queen gets to play this role. Yep. Like that delights me. Some would almost say that it's divine casting. Hey. Lovely. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) next up, it was announced yesterday that in addition to Dear Evan Hansen, another stage-to-screen property will have its world premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival in September. The screen adaptation of Stephen Karam's The Humans, starring Stephen Yoon, Beanie Feldstein, Jane Howdyshell, June Squibb, and Richard Jenkins, will debut at TIFF, with more info including specific dates announced in August. Also, we've previously told you about this digital discussion that Kareem, uh, that Christine Baranski would be moderating with Stephen Sondheim yes, and James Lapine next Tuesday. Well, two more stars have been added to the festivities to discuss Lapine's new book about the creation of Sunday in the Park with George. Yes. And they are George and Dot themselves, Mandy <sighs> Patinkin and Bernadette Peters. Ashley, by Very your <laughs> by your size, we know that you've yeah. already got your of tickets. Of course, I already have my tickets. <laughs> but I'm sure that this will be a magical conversation either way. I already have my tickets. I saw them the first day when it was announced and immediately bought them. And also, I already have the book, that which was very lovingly mm-hmm. sent to me by, by Macmillan. And it is absolutely beautiful. I cannot wait for it to go on sale. It's on, in, on sale August 3rd, so the same date that yep. this is happening, uh, which is next Tuesday, I think. So get the book. Get the book. It's so pretty. I've got it pre-ordered, so it will be delivered on the 3rd as well. Lovely. All right, moving on. Yesterday, 54 Below announced that they would be streaming a handful of concerts during the first week or so of August, including Brie Loudermilk and Friends, Antonio Cipriano, and Andre DeShields, and Liz Calloway. These will be their normal 54 Below shows recorded with seven cameras and streamed via Broadway World events for $25. Normally, like that's just the 
cover to get in uh, and, and pay for your food at 54 Below. So this will be a yeah. great opportunity for folks who aren't uh, in New York and don't want to pay that much to uh, to go into the basement. Fair enough. Moving off Broadway, it was announced that Brian Ha Marie Parham will lead the new musical, a commercial jingle for Regina Comet, written by Broadway vets Alex Weiss and Ben Fankhauser, who will also be appearing in the show. Previews will begin on September 17th at DR2 Theater on 15th and will play through November 14th. Now, despite the fact that in our text chain, Grace seems less than excited about this announcement, oh, the musical. I don't know about that. <laughs> she was concerned. Um, the musical Bruce by Richard Oberacker and Robert Taylor will premiere in May of 2022 at the Seattle Rep. The show is based on a book about the creation of the movie Jaws, which starred a mechanical shark named, of course, Bruce. Obviously. The tour of Freestyle Love Supreme will also be a part of the Seattle Rep season. Check out the show notes for the full rundown of shows. And finally, it was announced yesterday that Sonia Friedman in the Royal Court Theater will be bringing back Jez Butterworth's magnum opus Jerusalem to the West End's Apollo Theater beginning next April for a limited 16-week run starring, as it originally did, the iconic Mark Rylance and Mackenzie Crook. Ashley, I've said this before on on Broadway radio. I don't know if it was with you or James, but I saw Jerusalem on Broadway and was completely mesmerized and loved every second oh, of it. Yeah. But could not tell you a single damn thing that happened in that show. <laughs> Interesting. I did, okay. It was so bonkers. I had no idea what the hell was going on. But it was stupendous, and I was enthralled, especially by Rylance's performance. Exciting. Uh, give it to me. I want to see it. Not yeah. for as great as that explanation about what the show's about was. <laughs> I don't I have no idea. He lives in a van or an RV or something in the middle of nowhere, I think in Ireland. Okay. And there's there's I some mean, mafia obviously. ties, maybe. I don't remember. Something happens. There's a Different. party, like disco lights. I don't remember. And his name is Rooster, apparently, according his to name, your... his character... <laughs> yes, his name. His character's name in the show is Johnny Rooster Byron, and uh, Mackenzie Crook plays Ginger. Love Mackenzie Crook. Yeah. Anyway, all right, let's wrap up with a couple of feel-good recommendations. Ashley, earlier this week, I think, you and I talked about the new documentary, Mm -hmm. The Show Must Go On, that will be premiering at the Majestic Theater on Broadway. We now have a trailer for said documentary, so we will have a link for that Mm. in the show notes. Um, What I did not realize um, is that um, this was directed by uh, Sammy Canolt, who has uh, been a guest here on Broadway Radio a couple of times, I believe. So, anyway, we will have that. And then there's a great article in Vulture by Jackson McHenry that is an interview with Antoinette Chanonier Nwandu um, about the Broadway uh, run, the very imminent Broadway run of her play Passover. Mm-hmm. She talks about having a little bit of redemption for the show and hoping that the new rewritten ending will work uh, as well, which is uh, Ooh, always exciting. So I know that Grace has tickets to the first preview. Yeah, next Wednesday. Uh, Next Wednesday, there's going to be that big block party and stuff. So lots of lots of really fun stuff going on um, there. But it, as always, from from Jackson McHenry, a great read Amazing. over in Vulture. Yeah, he's great. I can't wait to see this. And I'm <laughs> I'm very anxious as far as what the kind of COVID scheduling is going to end up looking like. But uh, if we end up, God forbid, going into another shutdown, I better get to see this before that happens. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at no, this is Ashley. All right. Don't forget, again, that the great Billy Stritch will be appearing on This Week on Broadway with Peter, James, Michael, et al. I'm, I'm not 100% sure of the panel, but I'm assuming it's those three guys. Don't forget to head over to Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio so that you can hear that before everybody else and get all of our very exciting content. That is Patreon exclusive. Have a great weekend, everybody, and we will talk to you soon.